Early Spring, 1890, Golden, New Mexico. Are you plumb crazy? Jeremiah Dennison's loud retort bounced around the main room of the adobe house and returned to mock him. Where did you get such a harebrained idea? Trying to control his anger, he shoved his clenched fists into his denim trousers' pockets, paced to the window, and stared out, paying scant attention to the pinion trees bending in the wind. He loved Philip Smith like a father, but the man could vex the weather, and this latest idea was the most far-fetched yet. Philip gave a snort. Hair-brained? He put his rocking chair into motion that sent out a rhythmic squeaking. Why'd you say that? It's worked for other men. Jeremiah tried to calm down. He wanted to measure his words, season them with wisdom that would awaken his elderly friend to all the pitfalls he would face. What would you do with a mail-order bride? The old miner stilled the chair and stared at Jeremiah, obsidian eyes piercing under his bushy white brows. Something. He smothered a hacking cough with his fist, then swiped a clean handkerchief across his face. Has a deadly grip on me. I know you're sick. I take care of you, don't I? Jeremiah resented the fact that what he had done wasn't enough. Otherwise, Philip wouldn't even consider such a preposterous proposition. His old friend reached up to scratch the scraggly beard he'd worn all the years he was a miner, but it no longer covered his clean-shaven chin. Old habits died hard. Jerry, I don't want to be a burden on you. You'd rather be a burden to a woman you don't even know? Jeremiah regretted his cynical tone the moment the words flew from his lips. He softened his tone. I've never considered you a burden any more than you thought I was a burden when I came to the goldfields as a greenhorn. Philip clutched the arms of the rocking chair and slowly rose. He took a moment to steady himself before he ambled toward Jeremiah. I ain't come to this decision easy. He squinted up into Jeremiah's face. I done studied on it for a while. Jeremiah strained the fingers he'd gripped into fists and relaxed his stiff spine. What do you mean, studied? Well, I figured a woman who'd answer them ads in the newspaper must be pretty needy, maybe even desperate, to get out of a particular bad situation. He gave a vigorous nod that riffled his snowy hair. Made me a fortune when I sold my mine. More money than any man can spend in his lifetime. What good is a fortune to an old-timer like me? Won't never have a family of my own. Maybe I'll get me a woman with children. She can take care of me, and my money can take care of her. Another nod punctuated his last statement. And her young'uns, if she has any. 
How could Jeremiah deny his mentor's request? Philip never asked for much. If he didn't do this, the stubborn old man would look for help from someone else, a lesser friend might have a wagging tongue and spread the story all around Golden. Philip didn't need people gossiping about him sending for a bride, and other miners might try to nab her for themselves when she arrived. If Jeremiah had his way, it would be fine with him if they did, but his friend would be too disappointed. He didn't want to break Philip's heart, just talk him out of making this mistake. Jerry, you ain't mad cause I'm planning to give my money to someone else, are you?